Kristen. And I'm Bethany. And this is Looking for the Middle, the Christian girl's guide to modern dating. We're here to help you date with confidence while honoring the Lord and to show you that your identity and contentment are in Christ. We're going to give you the tools that you need to date successfully and be set up well for success in a godly marriage. If you've ever felt like you didn't really belong with any of the extremes in dating today, well, you're not alone. Neither did we. And that's why we're here looking for the middle. Hello, friends. Welcome to another episode of Looking for the Middle. You just heard our intro. I always forget. <laughs> I forget. I'm like, oh, they just heard 20 seconds of us explaining what we're doing, who, who, we, who are, we are, what we're doing, all that stuff. But here we are in another very exciting topic. This was a last minute ad. Yeah. Y'all are. <laughs> I think this is the first time we've planned a whole season and then made this many changes this quickly. I know. I don't it. know why we bother planning it out anymore. We just need to have like a grab bag of topics and then be like, well, what do we feel like talking about today? That's true. That's not a bad idea. That's, not, that's true. Because we like get together and it's like, I'm not in a serious mood. I don't want to talk about something serious. Or uh, we're going to have to do research on this and I don't want to do research today. Or, you know, whatever. And Or, yeah. So. I feel like what will probably happen because for the first bit of the season we've pre-recorded these a good bit ahead of time and so they're more of hey let's do a rough outline and then kind of talk about this whereas we're doing that so we can get ahead and not be so regimented to we have to record every single week once the season starts so that we can take those days to hey we are going to research about this heavier topic and then not have to record it right afterwards. So the heavy ones. So the heavy. Will be yeah, at the end. we're gonna we're gonna backload everything. So it'll be great. We'll start you off real happy and hopeful, and, and then, then be like, whammo, boom. Um, no, but it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. So today we well before we get into talking about decluttering your dating life. Yes. Let me give you our normal two reminders. One, if you're not following us on social media, now would be a great time to start. We are on Instagram at LFTM underscore podcast and on Facebook at Looking for the Middle Podcast. If you really want to get in touch with us or engage with us, Instagram's your best bet. Yes. And then we have all sorts of fun links on our Instagram too, where we get to like hear ideas from you guys. There are free downloads. You can get our episodes there. All that fun stuff is on Instagram. I do want to just throw out one thing. You mentioned about Instagram being the best way of getting in touch with us. We're on there and we're checking it more than others. Um, and I was, Instagram is so weird when it's like the first time someone messages us, it gets put in this like other folder and then they just kind of disappear. So one, if you messaged us and it was a long time ago and we haven't answered, we try to get to all of our DMs as much mm-hmm. as we can. Yeah. So if we haven't answered, send it again. And kind of it'll pop it up to the top of our list. But then, too, I think at this point, Instagram is probably a better bet for getting in touch with us than email, maybe. Mm-hmm. So if you have a question, send it to us there. Or if you have like a really long question that you can't send on Instagram, email us and then maybe shoot us a quick DM. Hey, I emailed you so mm, that we yeah. can kind of check for it in our inbox. But just yes. wanted to... That's a good Throw point. that out there for everyone. <laughs> good call. Good call. And then the other reminder is our newsletter. This is something we've been doing for, this is our second season, yes. doing newsletters. So we will send that out tomorrow. It goes out every Thursday and we kind of recap what we talked about in the episode today, but then also give you some extra resources that go along with this particular topic or just other fun resources yeah. about dating, singleness, all that jazz. And you get a Hallmark movie of the week, which is like Bethany's forte I'm gonna now. I have to like up my game. I mean, I'm on top of things at Christmas, but throughout the year, I'm going to have to I know. 
do some research get with it <laughs> so yeah it's a good time so you can sign up for that either by going to our website looking for the middle.com or you can go to the link in our instagram bio there's a button for that there too but enough with the reminders y'all know the drill it's bethany's turn for question of the day yes okay so what is i it? i went to google mm-hmm. to find a question always a good idea and this thing says the only list of icebreaker questions you'll ever need And since everything on the internet is true, I knew I had struck gold. So that's where our question is coming from today. Are you ready for this? Yeah, I'm going to need you to send me this link when the episode's (laughs) over. Okay, so here's the question, and you have to be honest. Oh, man. What? I say that like I'm not normally. (laughs) What does your legitimately typical work-from-home uniform look like? Oh, great question. Um fabletics leggings okay with either a let's see it's either a workout top with a like a sweater Uh over it or just a giant sweatshirt with my slippers and i've been wearing my hair down more because i've been getting headaches if i wear it Mm. up for too long because used to it would be a messy butt now when it gets hotter here that may change but normally it's just, hey, the whole I woke up like this thing is <laughs> yes. very much yes. me. I don't put makeup on unless I'm going somewhere. Neither do I. Um, and then I sleep in my earrings. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I can't. I sleep in my cartilage piercing. It never yeah. comes out. But Well, I just got new earrings from Amazon that the backs are like these little screw on like <gasps> metal balls. I wanted to try those. And they don't hurt when you lay on Ooh, them. Oh, okay. So I've started sleeping in them. i try that. They are a pain to get off if you've got long nails. Okay. I figured that out yep. last night. Oh, you have to unscrew them. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. But yeah, so that's what I, I literally try that. wake up and... I used to work in my pajamas and then uh-huh. I was reading a lot of things on Pinterest about how you at least need to like change into semi-normal clothing <laughs> yeah. just to get your mindset in the right place. So I'll put on like workout-ish yeah. clothes, but yeah, it's very comfy. Oh, I'm, I'm all distracted on the earrings now. Okay. Yes. Cause I've got, well, I've got two, my ears are double pierced, mm-hmm. but my second piercing, I never can find earrings that I like a lot. And so it'll close back up and I really want to open it back up but i hate sleeping in earrings yeah and so i i've several times i've basically re-pierced my ears and then i take them out because i'm like oh i don't want to sleep in them so now i'm like oh i gotta try this well they sent me like 18 pairs so let me just Ooh, give you I some have a yeah before you leave i'll <laughs> okay. give you some that would be perfect but what do you wear when you work for okay home? also before you start can yes. we just talk about <laughs> we get so much crap y'all from we some do. of our friends because we work from home so bethany goes in you go in more than i do like uh, once a or twice a week. a week okay yeah. yeah i used to go into the office once a week and then i got permission to not do that where right. i only have to go in for monthly meetings now but our friends now lauren my roommate doesn't but like Lindsay and matt we're calling y'all out yep, and like totally a couple other people y'all they give us so much crap because we work from home and it's like look i didn't choose this life it chose me so <laughs> that's what i tell i'm like you're just jealous now stop mm-hmm, jealousy exactly. is a sin and you need to cut it out they sent me pictures of the sunrise the other morning when they were both on their way to work it was beautiful <laughs> i slept right through it but it was gorgeous yes so oh my word yes okay. my night owl self loves it mm-hmm. okay i am similar i usually go with joggers as opposed to leggings okay um but yeah big sweatshirt my fuzzy blanket while i'm sitting on the couch with my laptop is also basically part of my uniform at this point yep um so here's a kind of a follow-up question what time of the day do you actually shower <laughs> i i shower at night oh okay so I was gonna say, i'm normally like oh, it's my lunch break let me go shower <laughs> 
much no i shower at night i forget about that yeah the only time i shower in the morning is either if i'm having a really hard time waking up yeah or if i thought i could push my hair one more day and i have somewhere to go that day and i just, <laughs> just look in the mirror and be like can't do it um but yeah i always shower at night because okay. i let my hair air dry oh yeah you're and, one of those people that yeah, can do that i can do that that must be nice yeah anyway so, good question fun okay Y'all just learned way more about what like, we wear in our grooming was habits. Like, we're than talking you about our showering habits. What are we doing? Hey, y'all want to know more about our lives? This is how we do it. All right. This is how we do it. Okay. Another, th- here's my segue into one okay. thing that you should also know about our habits is that we don't typically spring clean. No. Um. Well, okay. I take that back. It's not spring though when I did it, but I did a nice like clean slash purging day in my room several weeks ago but it was still in january so it's not spring so i'll have like summer purge last year i'll have random times but not spring does not come around like oh i have to clean everything nah um but funny enough we had the idea of what if we applied spring cleaning to dating yeah and hence forth came this episode of decluttering your dating life so as spring is now almost upon us yes i guess it's in like what two weeks depending on where you live officially yeah uh, there's no telling what the weather will be like by the time this airs. It's yeah. 48 degrees outside right now, but it'll be probably 84 by probably. the time we Ugh. get to this. But um, we wanted to walk y'all through, we came up with four specific ways that you can declutter your dating life. Because I feel like dating is just like any other area of your life. Like yeah. your closet, like you don't purge your closet, it will start to overflow. And you don't realize until it's overflowing that you have more stuff you know yeah, what i mean and like more than you need exactly stuff you don't use stuff, stuff that doesn't fit anymore mm-hmm. things you've outgrown yes mm-hmm. uh-huh. there's the metaphor there <laughs> so but we don't really i feel like if it's not a physical thing that yeah. we look at me like oh i am literally running out of space yep. in my closet i need to quit buying clothes or purge we don't think about other areas of our life that way but I've never really thought about dating like this, if I'm being honest. Like, this was a really random idea. But I think it's good to do these four things we're going to talk about today. So as we're... And you may not need to do all four of them, depending on where you're at and what's going on in your specific dating life. But I really would encourage you to think through... Yeah. Okay, even if I just pick one right now, like... That's something I'm really bad at. Like, oh, I'm going to go clean everything. And then I do nothing. Right. And I'm on you're YouTube. You're overwhelmed. And you're like, yeah. there's no way I'm going to get all of this done. No, I'm watching other it. people clean. <laughs> yes. For real, though. Yeah. But, <laughs> you know, even if it's just, hey, let me start with one. Pick one thing on this list. Work on it. And I promise you it's going to make your dating life yeah. better, easier, and just give you room to breathe in one way or another. Yeah. So let's talk about... Our first way to declutter your dating life. Okay. Go for it, Bethany. Okay. So the first thing, and I think this, if you're going to just pick one, I feel like this probably should be the one. Mm -hmm. What do you think? I think so. Okay. I'll probably say that about all of them, (laughs) but yeah, she just told us she wants to do all the things. So, you know, (laughs) um, no, but the first one will be decluttering your list. And ladies, you all know what that list is. We all have one. That list of things that the perfect husband for you would be. And it can run the gamut of things from important and spiritual and godly to superfluous and silly and very preferential. There's nothing wrong with either of those things, obviously. But they have to be um, 
kept in the right perspective, kept in the right order. And kind of like with the closet, it's really easy to, oh, I should add this to my list. Oh, I should add that to my list. Oh, this would be really nice to have. Or, oh, I don't want that or whatever. And before you know it, this list that you have in your mind has 48 things on it. When all you're really doing then is kind of, you know, making the dating pool smaller and smaller and smaller. But you're also kind of putting yourself in a box that... In a way, you're saying, okay, I know what's best for me. And in some ways, we do. I know that I would be better with this type versus that type. Um, This complements, this works well, or this doesn't. You know those things. But if you just keep adding and adding and adding to that list, you're kind of asserting your own thoughts. And I don't want to say putting God in a box, but almost mentally, that's kind of what you're doing. Saying, okay, I'm, I'm... it can, can become a list of demands almost, I guess. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think too, it's important to think about when was the last time you decluttered your list or have you ever? Yeah. I remember the first time I ever kind of redid my list. It had been a big gap of time mm-hmm. that had passed between the first time I ever wrote it down and then when I started making edits to it. But then once I started editing, it became more frequent. And I think it's really important to do that not immediately after you get out of a relationship, but maybe a few months after. Look and see, okay, well, this guy had number four, number 12, and number 18. <laughs> were they really that important? Mm-hmm. If they were, great, they stay. If not, okay, well, I'm gonna, I'm not Move gonna worry to about that. Or, yes, yeah. it's like my, with my closet, I have a rule every six months I purge my closet. If I did not wear it that season, it goes in the donate pile. And it's the same thing here. If I haven't really found this to be as important as I thought it would Mm -hmm. in my last relationship or my last two relationships, it goes in the donate pile. Exactly. And so (laughs) it's the same kind of idea, but really think about, have I ever decluttered my list before? If I have, when was the last time I did it? And is it time to do it again to bring it up to date, so to speak? Yeah. And I do want to kind of just point out, you know, we talk about girls in their list and having lists. We've done several episodes really around this. And just to clarify, we're not at all saying you have to have a list on paper of things and that that is a requirement or that that's expected or whatever. You don't have to do that. And even if you don't, you have a mental list. Like it's there like, oh, I really want this or I like that. And so that it may just be a an edit of what's in your head even too yeah that's very true it does not have to be a tangible like physical thing no but we all have things like you said that are like oh this would be nice yeah or oh man i really hope he's over six feet tall right that will forever be my example i know (laughs) um but yeah so if like bethany said i think she's right as much as i'd like to joke that you should do all of these if you're gonna do one thing yeah this would be the one that we would encourage you to start with because this is one thing that I think we all have in common. These others may kind of ebb and flow. Like they may not necessarily apply to everybody. I feel like this is the one thing that will go across the board. So with that in mind, before we move on, Bethany, like what would you say is going to be the benefit of decluttering your list? Like how don't just, Hey, y'all go do this and then it'll be great. Like what specifically is going to come as a result from you decluttering your list? I think the biggest thing that you will take away from that is 
it, it's almost like when you're looking at your list and you have this narrow list of things that you really want in someone and most of them, they may be totally fine, but the more things that are on your list and the more that you stick very rigidly to it, it's like these blinders that are getting narrower and narrower and narrower. And if you're okay being in that place and having a very small dating pool, then so be it. Like that, that's your prerogative. But I think the biggest benefit you will see is as you declutter your list, those blinders that you have on are going to get a little wider and a little wider. And suddenly guys that weren't in view before will start to come into the picture. And as you're editing that list, and even if it's just a mental edit, um, you're going to be open to more possibilities, which will only improve your dating odds. No, you're absolutely right. I think about if I don't think there's a guy on the planet who fits all the stuff I had on my very first list. Oh, now that I think yeah, about it, I'm probably like, not Kristen, on mine. <laughs> Eighteen-year-old Kristen had high expectations. <laughs> Twenty-seven, almost twenty-eight-year-old Kristen still has high expectations, but in a different way. Sure, in a more realistic way. Yep. So, okay. Okay. Well, Let's move on. Let's do. So tell us about our second thing to declutter. So Your favorite. My favorite. Yeah, this has been a recurring right? theme. Maybe it's a sign. Uh-huh. Um, the second thing we would recommend you declutter about your dating life is decluttering your online dating apps. Now... I know I'm not probably one to speak to this. Super. It's your favorite part of dating online. <laughs> yes, deleting rid them. Of it. <laughs> it's like Hinge's uh, tagline designed is like designed to be, to be deleted. deleted. I'm like, that's what I'm talking about Hollies. right there. Oh man, I'm like, <laughs> I'm gonna feel like you should probably clarify that. Not out of frustration. Yeah. <laughs> so I was just thinking, I'm like, oh, I've deleted it multiple times, Same. not for the reason it was yes. designed for. Oh my gosh! But the first thing I thought of with this though is. I think particularly in the time we're in right now where this seems to be the main way that we have to meet people, there could be this temptation to be, okay, I've got to be on Bumble. I've got to be on Hinge. I've got to be on Coffee Meets Bagel. I need to be on eHarmony. I need to be on Match. You know, whatever. The FOMO kicks in. Yes. It's like, okay, I've got to widen the pool as, you know, cast the net wherever I can. (laughs) And... That can be, one, really overwhelming, two, really exhausting, yeah, and three, probably lead to more frustration and temptation to give up than it will being like, oh, look at all the options I have. Because even just mm-hmm. one of these makes you feel like you have all these options, especially the swiping yeah. ones. I was like, there's never, there just seems to be this endless amount of people. So it may not be a bad idea to say, hey, I'm going to pick one, yep. maybe two, one if you want to get real crazy, two if you just want to kind of go, and then... Maybe just get off the others for yeah. a while. That's yeah. that's okay. And kind of narrow it down and narrow your focus because it's like anything in life. When you've got five things you're doing at once, you're not doing any one of them usually yeah. to the best of your ability and giving it the time that it you would like to. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you have one or two things, it's way easier to devote to those yep. things, whether that's time, energy, mental space, whatever, uh-huh. and your experience will most likely be better. Even if you don't meet somebody, mm-hmm. the process is going to be easier and more enjoyable than, oh my gosh, okay, let me carve out two hours. I got to go check all right. these things and like message all these people and whatever. What do you think? I agree completely. I My advice, I guess you could say, would be if you're going to go that route of keeping a couple, could it, consider if budget allows, have one of the free swiping ones and then one subscription that you've paid for they're very different 
the approach to both of them is different just based on the the model, you know, the swiping versus not. And so I have found that that kind of keeps some balance there. Um, but if part of this decluttering is not paying for them, then I would say, yeah, pick a couple that are reputable, reliable. We've had several people ask recently about, um, Christian online dating apps. Yeah. I've seen that in our DMs. Yeah. That's been a pretty I, common question. The, I, I have used Christian Mingle with success and would recommend it if you, if that's the route you're wanting to go for sure. Like it's a good one. I mean, it's a site more than an app. Well, not really more, but like. It's yeah. not what you would typically think of when it comes to like app apps. So when people ask about Christian dating apps, I have tr- tried them and would not recommend mm. any of them. Unfortunately, yeah. um, they're just they're just kind of behind the ones I've been on. There's one specific one, and I don't really want to like Out name them. drop. Yeah, but. Every person I talked to very quickly was obviously some sort of like catfish type situation, whether it's, oh, this person is a bot. Like you could tell, okay, this is not an actual even a real person, Uh, stuff like that. And so there aren't many people to start with. And then every person that you're like swiping on is obviously or like their pictures are very obviously not a real person. It's a stock type photograph. Yeah. So, you know. That I just wouldn't really recommend. Yeah. I know there was that. one night that Lauren texted me and she was like, so I've been reading reviews on new Christian dating apps for the past hour. She started like, oh my word, that is She's like, funny. it's pretty entertaining. But there were so many I hadn't heard of. And so I think, and I went back and read the reviews after she told me about them because it just looked fun. Um, yeah. But the thing that was interesting was with a lot of these newer ones that said they trended like college age. Yeah. But also that the amount of people was still really low because they were yes. new. So mm-hmm. that is something I would uh, encourage you to kind of take into consideration. If you're going to get on a newer app, you either need to be okay with the fact that, hey, the, the selection isn't going to be as yes. wide or give it a little time because in a year or two, especially with online dating going the way it's going right yeah. now, there may be a couple more that kind of come out of the woodwork. So there's patience there that's important. But yeah, I haven't heard anything like I have yet to hear something like, oh, I met on yeah. name random Christian dating app, you know. Um, so take that for what you will, people who have been yeah. asking. But <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I think if you can narrow it down, narrow your focus and just dedicate your time and energy to yeah. one or two, I think you're going to have a better experience and you're not going to, you're less likely again to get overwhelmed, annoyed. Um, and yeah, just ready to throw Burn your phone out, out a window. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think that's one, one thing that a lot of these decluttering, and I think this one specifically will help with is that, um, you know, instead of going from burnout to burnout and that kind of being your dating cycle of going, going, going until you're absolutely burnout and you completely need to take a break and then you recover and then you do the same thing again, this decluttering kind of helps you pace yourself in a way. If that makes oh, sense. Yeah, like that's a good way to put it. You avoid that cliff of burnout. Oh yeah. I like you that. You know, you're able to maintain and you're able to continue going. And I think with this one, that is what you will find um 
and coming from someone who has been on that cycle of burnout to burnout for a while, like I am well aware, I'm well acquainted <laughs> with that. I have taking the time to just step back. You don't have to stop completely, but taking that time to declutter, streamline, really think it through, that has helped me for sure. Yeah, no, that's good. Okay, so moving on to our next one. We, this one has kind of a two part, this yes. particular one. So the next thing you're going to want to do is declutter who you're talking to. So, Kristen, explain our breakdown yes, here. Yes, so we're going to segment this one. I want you to think about decluttering first who you're talking to in regards to getting advice on dating. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cannot agree more. Yes, so let's start there and I'll leave you on a cliffhanger of <laughs> what else we're going to talk about. But whether that's the people at your church, whether that's your family members, whether certain your great aunt Sally. Yes. Oh my gosh. Who always seems to have an opinion. Um, your friends, certain friends have great advice. Other friends do not. Doesn't mean you need to stop being their friend. No, but I was actually having a conversation with one of my friends about this a couple weeks ago where one of her really good friends she was just like, I don't ask her for dating advice mm. because it's just not ever really that good. And yeah, so I just don't really bring that part of my life up. Like it just, it kind of goes, you know, it's a very shallow conversation. If we do, if it does come up and I just kind of leave it at that. Yeah. And they're still great friends. Like you don't need to cut people out of your life entirely. You just know, hey, this isn't something that I'm going to really go to them for advice for, or if they offer it, understanding, hey, you don't have to take it. Yes. And that's something I'm really bad at because I think if someone's giving me advice, oh, then I should consider it. Mm-mm. Yeah. Nope. Nope. I, I, exactly. I'm sitting here. I've got my hand held up and I was like, okay, when she gets done talking. Yes. Not that you, I don't mean like you're talking to her. No. I'm just saying, when she gets done, I, this is my signal for, yes. I want to say something. Yes. And that's exactly what I was thinking. Uh, two things really. One being feel free to disregard the advice of someone you have not sought out. Mm-hmm. Now I'm not saying if they're right and you know it, you're like, well, I didn't ask you, so I'm not going to do what you said. That's not what I'm talking about. But if there's someone or multiple people in your life who feel, feel the need or frequently like to interject their advice on your dating life into your life without your having ever asked for it, do not feel obligated that you have to take their advice at all. To, yeah, the people in the back. Are you yes, listening? <laughs> for real. And yeah, if you are that person, for like if you find yourself constantly, maybe not constantly, that's harsh, but like if you find yourself interjecting a lot when it's not really asked or, you know, you're not really super close friends with someone, just kind of pause and think that through. Mm-hmm. Um, but then the second thing I was going to point out, kind of going into that exact situation you were talking about of close friend you don't want their dating advice whatever um no know that about your friends know who you want that advice from and don't ask the people that you don't for the purpose of it can get really awkward if you ask someone for advice and you're doing it out of obligation like you feel like you should ask them for advice and then you don't take it if that happens several times it can kind of create some tension and so I think that's wise to just not even ask that person for dating advice yeah because you know you're not gonna like you know you're not gonna want to follow it and that just kind of brings up some unnecessary trouble sometimes I think yeah exactly and I think something I've done is I think of okay who are the two three four people 
that I really trust yeah. for their advice. Typically, that's for things across the board. But particularly in dating, sometimes I feel like it can be a little different. But those are the people that I seek out for advice. And if I do get bad advice, those are the people I go to to run it by to say, okay, is this bad advice like I think it is? Or is it just not what I want to hear? Yes. And I trust those people enough to be honest with me. Exactly. So it's so so vital like I can't stress this enough we talk about all the time about the importance of community and having good friends and not dating in a bubble and all those things this is why because if you get too many voices coming at you at once it's overwhelming it makes things confusing you second guess everything and it can be really really just burdensome honestly to try to Take it all in, figure out what you're supposed to do when a lot of this you didn't even ask for or you don't even want or you know it's not good. So take the time to, if you haven't already, think through, okay, who are at least two people who I trust, who are wise. Um, I think at least one of them should be older than you. Agreed. Um, And then if you want the other one to be a peer, I think that's great. Um, if one of them could be married yeah. or recently married, mm-hmm. even better, because then they've at least they been in this. They have both sides. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think that's really good. But think about who those people are and kind of set those people aside yeah. in your mind. And so then when you do get the bad advice or when you are kind of cutting those people off you know okay I'm not alone I'm not gonna not know what to do I'm not gonna be having to make decisions by myself I still have people in my corner but it's the people I want there not the people who are inserting themselves without my asking them to agreed one well two final things then we'll move on to our second group of people that you should declutter that you're talking to yes but two things I want to say talking about you know narrowing that list down I feel like there's probably two two camps of people on the extreme here. One of those is probably hearing us say this and they're like, great, now I can just eliminate everyone. <laughs> We're not saying that. Yep. And you just, you talked about having those people. And I think that's so important. So if you tend towards that end of like, oh, well, perfect. I don't really want anyone's dating advice. Mm, I don't know that that's the best, you know, approach. Yeah. Then the other extreme though is probably there are people and I've been this person, like I've done this, we all do, where these people that are speaking into your life that you have asked for advice that you know probably really are giving you the correct counsel, but it's not what you want to hear. It's not what you agree with. It's not whatever. So you keep bouncing from person to person, collecting people who will agree with what you already think and what you want to hear. That's not what we're saying either. It's not disregard the advice you don't like. It's disregard the advice that is not good, not Mm -hmm. solid, not biblical, not godly, not helpful, whatever it is. It's not disregard everything that you disagree with or makes you uncomfortable or makes you have to stretch out of your comfort zone. That's not what this means. Yeah. You want a wise person, not a yes person. Exactly. So they are not the same thing. Not at all. (laughs) So yes, go find your people or point them out. (laughs) Yes. And trust me, you'll be so glad that you did. Okay, next group of people you should stop talking to. We're going to call them the bad news boys, which we have decided we're going to do a full episode yes. on this because it was just just kind of... It flowed. Flowed off it the did. tongue. These are the guys you should not be talking to. Mm-hmm. And you know exactly who we're talking <laughs> All about. All of you probably had one guy like pop in your head yep. and you're like, 
Oh, yeah. A few of you may have had a couple. (laughs) Well, fair enough. (laughs) You know? I mean, there's no judgment here. I'm just saying. There was probably... It does not only have to be someone that you actually dated. No, it doesn't. That way, too. It doesn't. Just because you need a flirt fix. Yep. Or you haven't had... You know, haven't been on a date in six months. Or it's Friday night at 10 p.m. And you're watching a movie and you're halfway through a pint of ice cream. You're like, I just want to talk to a boy. And you text him. Mm -mm. Nope. Nope. You put that phone down, girl. Right. One, because... They know what you're doing. I just had a guy reach out to me very recently who I haven't gone out with him. I mean, I, we went out. We actually went out on a first date twice, which is a whole other story <laughs> for a whole other day. Um, we got to work that in somewhere. <laughs> our second first date was months ago. We ended it on a, hey, just not really feeling it. Like, this is just not a good romantic connection. Uh, real quick. That because, was mutual. <laughs> well. It from, was said to be mutual. Okay, that's why, as Bethany's friend, I'm going to take her side on this one because <laughs> Bethany communicated that it was. And he agreed. Something. He agreed. My um, trust in his agreement. <laughs> it's a little shaky, but that's all I'm going to say. But then okay. again, I'm the biased friend. Right. Continue. Thank you for being on my side. You're very but, welcome. So he reached out to me. You cheered for me in tennis the other I night. Did. So I'm returning yes, the favor. Thank you. He reached out randomly after six months. At least. At least. It may have been longer. It was last summer. Anyway, totally with the, hey, thinking about you. How you been? Da, 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 da. And I'm like. I can see through, like, I totally can see through that. So guys know what you're doing the same thing. I didn't mean to totally get off on this tangent. It just was a pertinent example, you know, in real time. But that's not cool. No. Especially, in in this case, I had zero feelings. I was not interested at all. But um, especially if you know that the guy would be receptive if he's into it, if he kind of likes you and it's fun to mm-hmm. chat for a while and then move on to other things, that is not okay. No. And you're only going to end up being like super confused and disappointed at the end of it because yeah. there is this part of you, even if it's hard to admit, it's okay. You'll come around. I have <laughs> multiple times, but there's this part of you that's like, Oh, I'll text him. And like, yeah, we're just, you know, this is kind of what we do, but you know, maybe it'll actually turn into you something convince this yourself time. It might be different. It now, might be different this time. When you know it's good and well. It's not. Yeah. It's not. And I've done this before. I have too. There was a guy in high school actually. <laughs> this is so weird. <laughs> I was actually uh I saw him the other night. We we're friends now. Like it's oh, not weird. Yeah. And it never turned into anything. He's married with kids yeah. now. He, Anyway, but it's, I just thought, I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember, like, I used to text him because he was fun to flirt with. Mm-hmm. And I was I'm like, oh, maybe he'll, like, maybe he kind of likes me. And he never did. <laughs> um, but it's, I'm like, that's such a Kristen thing to do and to think. <laughs> but then I'm like, no, it's not. That's just a girl thing or a, yeah. or a single person thing to For real, do. though. So as much as you want to and as tempting as it is, like, we've all been there it will not end well. No. And so. Well. M- very rarely. Look at you throwing in the yeah, caveat instead saying, of me. I'm sure someone somewhere has I'm texted sure. someone that they shouldn't have texted really. And it worked out. Now they're happily married with five kids. Like I'm sure there's someone somewhere. Good for them. So I can't say yes. never, but. <laughs> highly, likelihood. highly, highly unlikely. Yeah. So. 
I would say the the thing I have done that's helped me is I have either Bethany or Melanie um, that I will text and be like, hey, really want to text? Because as soon as you verbalize it to a friend, they're going to be like, nope. Let me give you no. the 47 reasons why this is a bad idea. Exactly. <laughs> yes. It's those wise people, not the yes people. Do not text your yes friend no, for this. Not. Do not. Because they'll be like, oh, yeah, sure. See what happens. <laughs> you haven't talked to him in a while. No. You talk to the friends who you yep. know are going to be honest with you. And if one, they'll distract you because then you're talking to somebody that's not this boy. Yes. And two, they will bring you back down to reality. Remind you, hey, remember when you regretted it last time you did this? Yep. Hey, remember when he was a jerk here? Hey, remember when he thought he liked you and really he didn't and he was just flirting with you? Hey, remember how annoyed you got? Need I go on? Kind exactly. Of thing. Yeah. They'll so, have all those reasons so for you. <laughs> those just are rapid fire. You know, mm-hmm. we... We girls, we don't forget anything when it comes to this kind of stuff. So, and this is when it comes in handy. So text that friend, that person who can, you know, pull you back from the, from the cliff and say, Hey, not the best idea. But, and again, we've, I think I've touched on this semi recently, but if you need to unfollow that guy on social media, if you need to block him, if you need to delete his number out of your phone, whatever you need to do, I saw, um, is it Emily Wills? Is that her name? Or Wills, Wilker, not Wilkerson. I don't know. Um, the girl, maybe, I think it, I don't know if you were the one that told me about her. No, it was Maria that told me about I was her. Say, I don't think so. This is not she, ringing a bell. I'm sorry. She is on Instagram. Uh-huh. She is married with a couple kids, but uh-huh. she does a lot of content on dating and marriage. Okay. Super great. I'll link her in the uh, newsletter newsletter. but she did a post the other day about you will not regret protecting your heart Uh and you're not being mean by putting up Mm. boundaries so if you need to block delete unfollow unfriend you're that's not being mean that's putting up a boundary that you know you need and you're gonna regret more if you don't put up the boundary and you keep crossing the line than if you just put the wall there and stay within those confines so uh, she said it a lot better than i just did so you can go back at that and look at that post but totally that was such a good reminder for me of hey because i that's the people pleaser in Uh me it's like i don't want to hurt his feelings he's gonna think i'm being mean he's gonna think i'm bitter he's gonna think i'm a jerk whatever no you think i'm not over him yes that i have to like do who cares what he thinks yes he does not matter anymore no i don't mean that in a mean way no but by continuing to worry about that, you're still giving this guy, I don't want to be dramatic, but you're still giving him control over your life. Like him, his existence is still dictating your actions. Mm -hmm. And that's whether you have romantic feelings for him or not, really, you need to get past that part and you can block, you can quit following, you can whatever it is without being rude. Mm-hmm. You don't have to text him and be like, hey, I'm blocking you just so you know, it's nothing personal, bye. Like, mm-hmm. no, don't do that because no. then no matter what you do, it's like, oh, it is personal. Like, Yeah, just don't, just do it. Yeah. Well, and <laughs> fun fact, he has to actually go search for you to exactly. figure it out, which is another issue that'll be for another day, but he doesn't get notified. So no. just So just do it. So as easy as... <laughs> Nike, you know. Yeah. Every time you put That's on your sneakers, you <laughs> here's your reminder. 
but yeah i think if you yeah if you can declutter who you're talking to from an advisory standpoint and from the bad news boys yes group you're gonna you're gonna be so so much less likely to have regrets yeah on both fronts yeah i feel like that last one is like and another episode from the chronicles of things bethany and kristen tell you to do that are way easier said than done <laughs> exactly that should have been the name of the podcast easier, said, easier than done. said than done here's all the dating advice you know you need to follow but we struggle to follow as well yes exactly okay so the last thing on our list <laughs> there's thing. a word we're working on our words (laughs) yes yes the last thing we suggest you should declutter from your dating life yes is what bethany it is decluttering your schedule and what i mean by that is i should say what we mean it was bethany's idea it's fine (laughs) i agree though i full wholeheartedly agree i will go back and redo it then okay (laughs) so when we're talking about decluttering your schedule it's from the standpoint of if there are a lot of activities in your schedule that you know are not going to benefit you in a dating capacity, if dating is something that you want in your life, then you need to declutter the things that aren't furthering that goal. And there is nothing wrong with doing that. I, I you know, we talk about don't sit around and wait, live your life, do your things, all of that. And we don't mean that from the standpoint of swinging so far to the other extreme of saying, I don't need a man. I don't want to date. I don't want to whatever. If you want to date and you want to be with someone and you want to get married, there is nothing wrong with verbalizing that. And there is nothing wrong with taking actions to pursue that goal just like you would anything else. Preach. (laughs) Sorry. Keep going. The outcome of it may not be under your control, but the small steps you take now to put yourself in a good position for that are under your control. And there's nothing wrong with taking those steps. So I can't, I'm not trying to tell you only do things that have the possibility of meeting someone of going on a date of whatever. That's not what I'm saying. That would be so contradictory to everything we talk about. But if your schedule is so chock full of stuff that you can't go do things that will put you in a place of meeting people. And that's something you want. You really need to look at decluttering your current schedule and shifting it to a different one. Yeah. Well, it's all about prioritization here yeah. and you've got to figure out, okay, what are my top priorities in my life? And does my schedule reflect that? That's something that that's probably some of the greatest advice I've ever been given. I don't even remember who gave it to me, but it was like, <laughs> you're the way you spend your time reflects your priorities. Yeah. And I really it, wanted to be like, Oh, I was the one that yes. told you that the greatest dating advice you ever heard. Yeah, it wasn't me. <laughs> and, but if, and if you look at your schedule and it's not reflecting what you want your priorities mm-hmm. to be, then that's what needs to change because yeah. the change is going to come from that. And again, it's not like Bethany's saying, we're saying don't do anything that doesn't benefit your dating life. But if I know at least I've heard a lot of girls who will say, I'm too busy to date right now. I have too many things going on. Even if I got asked out, I don't even know when I would go. And then on the flip side, they're like, why am I not meeting anyone? Why? I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's like, okay, even if it's just 
it doesn't necessarily have to be a one for one thing of, hey, I'm going to stop doing this and start doing this. Hey, I'm going to put this on the shelf for a while. So I have a couple free nights a week. So if I meet a guy and he asks me out, I can say, oh, yeah, I have Tuesday open. Would you like to go get dinner? Absolutely nothing wrong with that. Now, it's not hold Tuesdays open for the rest of your life and definitely plan things if something comes up. But just have the margin, have the space so that if something does happen, you're at a place to move forward with that don't be so overcommitted that adding one more commitment would be derailing to your life yeah well and i'll i'll give an example here as i'm trying to because i'm thinking like okay what's something like we can yeah specifically so back in last summer i guess I was kind of looking at my schedule and my mom, my mom and I, you know, we're having the conversation probably leading to online dating, but this was, that doesn't sound like no, I think actually this was even (laughs) before quarantine hit. Oh, this so has been this, a while. This has been a while. Okay. Isn't that sad that we have to say that? It's been right? a while. Doesn't it, but it, I feel like that there's still that time warp mm-hmm. of that, of totally. all of last year that it does not seem like it was a whole year. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So we were talking about kind of just my life in general. Uh-huh. And I was like, okay, I have these friends and I have these friends and, um, I'm was going I on the list. You were okay, good. Congratulations. <laughs> yes. You made the cut. Um, but I was thinking like, okay, well I do this with my, you know, group of friends and then I have work and obviously I work with, you know, two married men and two married girls and me. So there's that. <laughs> no prospects there. Yes. Um, and then, you know, I hang out with my family and that was kind of my life. And right. my mom was like, you're not really in a place where you're meeting new people. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I was doing all these super fun things. I'm still doing all those things. Right. But I've added things into my schedule that have allowed me to meet new people. I am now coaching, which right. I have. I was telling Beth, I'm like, there were some cute guys at this basketball game I was at the other <laughs> night. And I was like, I don't know if I'm going to date any of them, but they were, I was like, at least they a were start. To look at. It was at least a start. Um, <laughs> But I started coaching. I'm going to these basketball games. I am playing tennis, which yeah. I realize mixed doubles. You're playing a lot of married couples, but not all of them not are married. Always. So you never know. Um, but just trying to do a few different things yeah. that get me around some different people. And who knows where that will lead. Mm-hmm. And it's also not constant all year long. Are there busier seasons? Yes. Mm-hmm. Are there times where, hey, I've got five out of my seven nights are open this week? <laughs> yes. And there's that ebb and flow to it, but it's not, oh my gosh, I'm doing all these things and I constantly have plans, yeah. but I'm not meeting anyone or putting myself in a position to where something might develop. And so that's kind of what we're talking about here is, and there are a couple of things that like, okay, I didn't do, I don't do that as much anymore. I still do it from time to time, sure. but okay well that wasn't really on the priority list so mm-hmm. kind of got you know pushed down the list i don't get cross everything off or like i'm doing nothing <laughs> except going to speed dating yes. and <laughs> singles cruises and that is it that's not what we're saying oh um, man but yeah just you know singles cruise will be fun to go on just to people watch. oh my gosh literally like i can't even imagine. i would probably just look horrible the whole time so nobody would try to talk yeah. to me and then i could just sit just there sit like there. put my hair up in a hat with sunglasses uh-huh. and a book and just kind of like just look watch. around oh my gosh that would be so much fun let's play in it let's totally let's do, do it. it let's do it we could get several episodes out of oh that oh my gosh we, we, we could do, do a whole interviews <laughs> like talk to people so we can do on our youtube channel <laughs> 
I am liking where this is going. Oh not going to lie. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> if y'all want us to go on a singles cruise and document the whole thing, Please you can just know. send us a we DM. We will sacrifice for you guys. Yes. If y'all also want to become patrons so we can fund it, that would yeah, be... Yeah, that would be great, too. <laughs> oh, gosh. No. That is funny. But, yeah, I think there's a there's a balance here but if you can just look at your schedule and say okay how can i if if dating like bethany said if dating is a priority and you really want that does the way i'm spending my time reflect that Mm -hmm. and if it doesn't then that's where you evaluate what changes need to be made i completely agree do you uh have anything else i think that's it that completes our list you guys okay well thanks for hanging out with us or bearing with us or whatever state you were in on that (laughs) we appreciate you either way yes we do um we will be back friday i think with a backstage pass is that correct that is correct we will and if i'm remembering correctly this friday we will be talking about we got a great question from one of our guy listeners about dating within the church and how it pertains to possibly dating a friend of your ex and you all go to the same church which we had lots of thoughts on so we are excited for you guys to hear that that will be friday so tune in then um and then we'll be back next wednesday as always with another episode but until then i'm bethany and i'm Kristen, and this is looking for the middle Mm